Meet Dr. Frank King, the founder of King Bio, a local manufacturer of natural products since 1998 here in Asheville. For over 40 years, Dr. King has been helping people overcome chronic, recurring, and so-called incurable ailments while following simple, natural, and safe remedies and principles. Dr. King's full range of natural products can be found online at drkings.com. Or find select products at your local health food or drugstore, Earth Fair, CVS, and Walgreens. His book, The Healing Revolution, is available at drkings.com, Kindle, or Amazon.com. Welcome to The Healing Revolution. Welcome, everyone, to The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King, and it's always good to be back with you, Dr. King, in the studio and listen for about an hour about uh, some of the experiences that you ran into in practicing medicine for over 40 years. Yeah, and what is really empowers people, we just don't know how much power we have over our own health. We have so much. We are the biggest player in the healthcare system. And once we realize that, it will make a significant difference. That's what's going to solve the healthcare crisis that we keep hearing about. Mm-hmm. Sick disease is getting worse and worse, not better and better. And it's because we left out the number one component in healthcare. And that's us. People. The people. And we have power. We are the stewards of our body. We we govern this ship called the human body. And, and it's our earth suit. And we want to take care of it. And today we're going to talk about digestive health, about how we can take greater control of our digestion. And we all, I think all of us kind of experience different measures of digestive health. And all the natural practitioners of the world historically. You know, the, the acupuncturists, even the naturopathic doctors, uh, you know, any doctor that has gone in a profession has gone into and explored the natural realm of healthcare, have one thing in common that all say that disease begins in the gut. And health will begin in the gut as we restore it, as we restore our digestive tract, our GI tract, that's gastrointestinal tract. And we have some key techniques that we're going to share with you today that you can monitor some key points in your digestion and make certain, you know, because most people have problems in two main valves in your digestive tract. We all have some valve problems. <laughs> and so, and it's, you can't just squirt oil on them and get them better. You know, there's a way we need to do in a sense of valve restoration. And this is what restores our digestive functions, helps you enjoy your food a lot more, but even more so than just enjoying food, the benefits are that it prevents disease. Because again, what did we say? Digestive imbalance leads to disease. And, you know, and so, and how do we get out of that disease? is through restoring our digestive balance again. So there's a one particular point that most everybody has not heard of, and, and that is called the sphincter of Odie. It's a funny name. Yes, it sphincter really is. of Odie, Odie, and that's spelled O-D-D-I. 
Spinkter o- of Odie. Double D I. Okay. Spinkter of Odie. Was there a cartoon character named Odie one time? Oh, you really getting into the details here? Yes, black and <laughs> going back to black and white TV, <laughs> and uh, quick draw. McGraw, if I remember that name uh, correctly. Yeah, yeah, Those files yeah. are a little fuzzy. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Only been They're about old. 50 years you gotta ago. got to blow the dust off of them up there somehow, you know? <laughs> yeah, really. And uh, it's good to exercise those old files. Yeah. You know? You're and right. So you white hairs. You use them every now and yeah, then. Yeah, out there. Probably remember a quick draw McGraw and his little sidekick, Odie. <laughs> and he'd say, Sadite. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, you all right, Odie? Yeah. Hey, Odie, you all right? And he'd say, Sadite. <laughs> That's exactly right. So I guess, I'm guessing those words correctly. I think it's Mexican for uh, I'm okay. I think you're right. Yeah. Okay. I'm, uh, doing a little guess on that. <laughs> hey, so Spinkter of Odie. We'll remember that okay. name, hopefully. Yeah. Us yeah. white hairs will. Yeah. You know, everyone else will go, what are they talking about? <laughs> and that Spinkter is very important. And that Spinkter, everything that our pancreas, all the enzymes that our pancreas makes, okay, that's the majority of our pancreas is involved. The great majority of our pancreas is involved with making enzymes. And we've all heard how good, supposedly, enzymes are for us. You know, enzymes help us in digesting every aspect. It helps us digest fats, carbohydrates, and proteins, our three main uh, food groups, in a sense, here. And, uh, and so it produces enzymes to take care of that. Also, the liver produces lots of digestive things and that it goes down. And, and, and then also the gallbladder concentrates bile that originates made in the liver, but then it concentrates it there because we need concentrations of bile to emulsify the fats that we eat. And we all need fats. You know, a little tidbit about fats is we we were fed a big fat lie. You know what the big fat lie is, Randy? That fat will make you gain weight? Yes. That fat makes you fat. And that's not, not the true. case. Not, not the case. Fats are precursors to make all of our hormones. And we all like hormones when they're working right. Yeah. yeah we heard of hormones going wild. Uh, we've been heard about hormones in our teenage years. Right. Randy, I think you still have that. I've some still of those got one or two left, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, hormones are very important. They're precursors. They, they really help keep us in balance. They keep our life, you know, where we can live more alive. You know, hormones are essential. Without hormones, we die. You know, so we want to have good hormones. And if we don't, and we were told, so we got away from fats and got in marketeers got really rich off of giving alternatives to natural fats. And that really sent us down a wrong pathway. Majority, 80% of our brain is fat. Wonder 80%. why. 80%. Yes. So all of a sudden, it was, you know, Alzheimer's was never a big, you know, crazy issue like it is today. Mm-hmm. And today, what is it? How, when is it it's, it's grown so huge. Dementia in general has grown such a, in such a large way. I'm trying to remember why. Uh, oh, that's it. It <laughs> uh, is because, you know, we've changed our fats that feed our brains. 
80% of our brain, if it's not getting the right kind of fat, okay, it's not going to function properly. And so we want to be aware of these kind of things and digest those and emulsify those fats very well so our body can use them to feed our brain and our body and our hormones. And believe me, as we get older, we want more of those hormones. Our hormones diminish dramatically as we age. And so what is the key to anti-aging? Keeping our hormones up. We heard of bioidentical hormones. These are good things, how to keep us young and vigorous as we age. And, you know, uh, we want to, but we have to feed our hormones, and we feed them with a balance of natural fats. And that's fats coming from, like, wild meats, like bison, yak that we raise, has the highest omega-3s of any animal on the planet, you know, uh, while the wild game has very high in omega-3s. So very important. So it's like these high elevation animals like yak from the Himalayas and the deep sea fish. They're kind of hard to reach. But we've gotten ourselves so out of fat balance, <laughs> you know, that we need those good fats in a concentrated way today. Also, we want to, uh, you know, the natural oils, the avocados, all these things are very good for us. The nuts and seeds and those natural oils are very good for us and make sure that we're getting those uh, in our diets. And that's what's going to balance out and get away from the margarines. Eat real natural butter. Much better for you. Get back to the basics. You know, if nature didn't make it, it's not really genetically designed for us. Pretty simple. Good point. And so we want us to get back to the things that nature made. And it seems like, in a sense, there's a saying I like. It says, what God has created, humans have a, has adulterated. And we've mucked it up. That's, I can say muck. Yeah, you I think, got it. Right? You, yeah. Good. Uh, and so in, we've really made a mess of things, and it's all about, oh, well, now we can make this new chemical. We can patent it and make a lot of money on parquet. Did I, can I say that? You can say all that. All right. And so those are things, uh, you know, uh, they still sell parquet? I think so. Okay. Margarine. I, I had had There's margarine and Years, decades. Yes. And, you know, so we want to get back to the basics of good. You know, na what nature has created is what's right for us. And so we get back to that. It's real good. So the sphincter of Odie, it's where's that thing at? It, all of our enzymes that our pancreas makes, all of the digestive juices and key things that our liver makes. You know, our liver makes over 500 chemicals vital to our body function why they call it liver. Okay, very important. Hundred. Yes. And, you know, so it's a very important you know, organ to take care of. And then, of course, the concentrations that's in the bile, it's in the gallbladder, you know, all that. Emuls, you know, so all these things come down in ducts and they join together right at the beginning of the small intestine called the duodenum. Can you say duodenum? Duodenum. You're so good at pronouncing, enunciating. That is your business. And Thank so, you. Uh, 
what we're dealing with in the beginning of the small intestine, all the only t- pathway for our, your enzymes from your pancreas and your digestive juices, vital to from your liver and from your gallbladder, all come together into one little duct that enters into that small intestine through a special little sphincter. What's the name of that sphincter? That's Odie. Yes. That's Odie. Sphincter of Odie. And uh, it's real. We'll go through here and how to find that sphincter and how to fix that sphincter and monitor and keep your sphincter open. And, uh, you know, that is so important. The sphincter uh, will cause a broad spectrum of digestive problems because all your digestive juices have to go through it. You don't get those enzymes, you don't get those juices any other way than through that sphincter. And about on an average, your body will produce one to two liters of these vital digestive juices a day. One to two two liters. Now, I know you probably go back and think, okay, a liter of soft drink or something like that. Yeah, that two-liter bottle yeah. is there. So just remember that as size. Don't drink the stuff. <laughs> okay, but gotcha. as a size. I agree. You One to two liters a day, your body. But That's what a- happens, see, that valve is a circular, muscular, high, very a lot of muscle around that valve. And it's there to shut down when you have fight or flight, when you're stressed. Well, guess what happens in a stressful world? That thing shuts down a lot, and it can just shut down from not only physical or, or emotional or mental stress that we're talking about, but even physical stress. Okay, so even stress coming from chemicals, stress coming from things that are not of nature, that are foreign to our body, all those things can stress this valve. And that valve gets stressed. And because it has lots of muscles, it also is what we call very neurogenic. Do you want to be neurogenic? It's, uh, you know, it means there's a lot of nerves okay. going to it. So what happens when your nerves get affected, stressed? That valve gets affected, stressed as well, and it squeezes and tightens up. And when that valve tightens up and spazzes, it gets into a spasm. Get into a, you know, what's another word, an old word for that? Oh, you get into a frenzy. Yeah. Get into, uh, there's some other old words. I just like bringing out old words to I'm fairly nostalgic today, Randy. <laughs> Is that you bringing that out in me? Uh, My pleasure. Now, that causes that to spaz. And when that valve is spazzed, your digestive juices will drop off and not get to your body. You know, from two, one to two liters down to about an ounce, just barely dripping through there through a day. Just an ounce a day instead of one to two liters. Wow. Big difference. Yes. And we're starving ourselves of all those vital digestive juices. We're not digesting our food. We have indigestion. We have poor digestion. We don't break down our food completely. We don't assimilate the nutrients that we need. And uh, all of a sudden, you see why so many people are become so dependent on enzymes today. And those enzymes that our pancreas makes is not only just for digestion. 
but it makes a lot. You know, why does it make one to two liters? Because we need those vital cleansing, purifying, scrubbing enzymes throughout our whole body. So what our body does and those enzymes that our body does not use in digestion goes into our bloodstream, gets distributed throughout our entire body to go around like little scrubbing bubbles going around and cleaning up our joints, keeping our joints clean and healthy, keeping our arteries and veins clean and healthy and strong, keeping all of our organs and glands clean and and pure, our lymphatic system, our skin, our lungs, our eyes, Every vital part of our body is dependent upon an abundance of enzymes for by enzymes are catalysts. They they create you know the positive chemical responses that we need to have in our body in general. So when we have lack of enzymes, we have lack of function within our body. Our body does not produce the things it needs to produce fully and it doesn't keep itself clean and leads to a lot of that chronic disease that we're talking about so you know what are the best enzymes to take randy what would you say are the best enzymes you should take gosh a, a natural give you a tough question here yeah you are uh i would think that it comes from that natural diet you're talking about you, you're very good at this. You know, you're my star pupil. <laughs> I go to class once a week, every for an hour, every week. And I know you've been studying in between. I have. I've got my book right here. Okay, so what we're dealing with the best enzymes you can make for you're tr- partially true on this. It's from the food that we eat, and why we need a certain amount of raw, a certain amount of you know juices, raw juices, and things of this nature. Uh, you know, in that's where we get a lot of enzymes that are in raw food that are killed when we cook it. Okay. Okay, that's true. But even most most of the enzymes, though, that we will get, no matter how well we eat, come from within. Are there enzymes your body's making for you personally? Well, the enzymes that your pancreas is producing for you is the most effective set a balance of enzymes that you can get. The trouble is it gets blocked up. And when it gets blocked up like this, it gets backed up. And it gets backed up and puts stress on your 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 kidney or your pancreas. Right. And you know, and why we have so many pancreatic problems. You know, so what we are dealing with and you know, we don't want to back up and clog up our pancreas. We don't, you know, also it backs up and clogs what? Where else do those little uh, tubes coming from that I mentioned? The pancreas? Gallbladder. The gallbladder. And the liver. And the liver. Yeah. There's, that's called the hepatic is the for, word for liver. It's the hepatic duct, you know. Two of those, right? Right and left? No. no. The one hepatic duct coming down. Okay. It, and then you have your gallbladder duct, okay, and your pancreatic duct. Those, you know, and that's where all that stuff comes through. That's the only outlet, okay, going to the digestive system. And so then it comes down to that sphincter nodi, and that sphincter nodi's spazzed, 
everybody's upset. Yeah. Everything's getting backed up. And you know, it doesn't feel good when things get backed up. No. Nope. You, you, can you relate to that? Absolutely. <laughs> Holy. <laughs> I led you into that one. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, and nothing feels good. You know, there's, I'm going to tell you a quick little story. And the story is about all the parts of the body. And all the parts of the body were talking, and and the, all of a sudden, the you know the brain said, you know, I you know I want to let you know that I'm I think you know I'm the most important part of the body. And all of a sudden, the heart st- jumps up there and says, "Wait a minute, I'm the I'm the heart, I'm the most important part of the body." And then. Everyone's mumbling and grumbling and talking and all the parts of the body in there and inside and communicating different opinions. And all of a sudden, the rectum speaks up. And the rectum says, <clears throat> excuse me, <laughs> but I think I'm, I'm, I'm a very important part of the body. And all the other parts of the body started laughing at him. And laugh. And I wrecked him. Hey, you, you think you're the most important part of the body? You've got to be crazy. Everyone's breaking out in laughter and uh, calling the rectum names and, you know, and how foolish the rectum is. And all of a sudden, the rectum decides to go on strike. Okay. And all of a sudden, the rectum has its own little sphincter. <laughs> and it decides, okay, I'm going into spasm. And, you know, a day goes by, a few Ooh. days go by, a, a week goes by, and then it's July. And <laughs> everybody's choking out. The brain can't even think anymore. The brain can't even talk. It's, you know, it can't even get its words out. The heart is ch- choking and struggling and, and can barely function and all the other body parts are sick and green and uh, and just you know ready to die until everybody agrees and everyone puts a vote forward and says yes rectum we vote you as the most important part of the body <laughs> so when things back up we have serious problems amen and so that is, a, uh, I think, a story of wisdom that all of our body parts are very, very important. So we'll listen closely as we share more about the sphincter of Odie. Uh, we'll be right back and talk further with Dr. King about ridding yourself of digestive stress. You can do this yourself. And we'll be back to tell you more on The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. Dr. King's Natural Medicine features over 150 products specially formulated for everything that ails you. From allergies, mental confusion and fatigue to indigestion, pain, weight control, sports performance and sleep. Dr. King's Natural Medicine has been providing safe natural medicines for the entire family for 30 years. Dr. King's advanced homeopathic products have no known harmful side effects. No known negative drug interactions and no known contraindications. Dr. King's natural medicine products include taste-free, pure water-based oral sprays, topical oils, and topical creams. Visit drkings.com for Dr. King's full line of healing products. 
This is The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. We're back with Dr. Frank King on The Healing Revolution talking about how you can rid yourself of digestive stress. And Dr. King, there got to be a lot of people that have digestive stress. I mean, that happens. More than you know. I bet. In fact, digestive stress is just one of the symptoms that come from a dysfunctional sphincter of Odie. And you can have a dysfunctional sphincter of Odie for decades and not know it. But you just don't feel well. You maybe you just you maybe you're just you're stressing your whole body. It you know, the sphincter of Odie not only affects the digestion. Okay, but it also can affect every part of your body. As we were talking earlier, that leads to cardiovascular problems, to, uh, you know, mental and emotional problem. Maybe it's just ADD and ADHD and or maybe your brain just doesn't function as fully as as others do. And so, you know, maybe it's it just stresses your liver or stresses your kidneys or stresses some other part of your body. You got to remember what we say about all these key things, the fats that it digests, you know, from the bile and from the liver. If that's not getting in there, you know, you're going to, you know, you end up with many times the sphincter of Odie is the cause for most, you know, gallbladder problems. You know, by sudden, all of a sudden you start hitting your 30s or 40s and you start seeing all these gallbladder problems start mm-hmm. to occur. And what is the cause of that? It's backed up. Okay. What is the cause of gallstones? When you have a lack of flow of those juices coming out of the gallbladder and it's backed up because your sphincter vote has been spazzed for years, then all of a sudden, you know, you end up with a gallbladder problem. Yeah. So many people in their 30s and 40s. My daughter, 35 years old, recently had to have an emergency gallbladder removal. Yes. That is, there's your classic. She, I'll tell you right now, bring her on into the show here, and I'll uh, check her sphincter of Odie. I'll show you how to do it. That's yeah. what we're here about, right? Exactly. Next time, I'm, you know, the, take what you learn from this show, and you can check your daughter's sphincter of Odie. Just because the gallbladder's out doesn't mean you fix the cause, is it? That's right. Very true. Very so true. that is not fixing the cause. That is taking away a, a radical symptom. Yeah. Okay, because when that thing gets inflamed, it doesn't feel so good. Oh, no, she was very sick over Christmas, yeah. And so that was just recently then. Yeah. And, you know, so we we want to be able to, you can begin now, check that sphincter of Odie's. Next time you see her, you'll be ready to improve, you know, her overall health. Because just because it doesn't, it caused her a gallbladder removal. It doesn't, you know, it's still, the imbalance is still occurring in her body. Her body is still being starved of digesting those fats. Her body is still being starved of the enzymes and the other digestive juices that are essential for our optimal health in general. Overall, it can affect every part of your body. So that's how important the sphincter of Odie is. And so let's... uh, 
Get ready. You ready to show you learn how to fix this thing? That's good. I mean, oh, boy. You, uh, I've been in the book uh, already this morning, The Healing Revolution, uh, Eight Essentials to uh, Awaken Abundant Life Naturally. I've been reading about this already this morning, and uh, it's amazing what how simple this is, really. It is. We try to bring it down to the simplest common denominators. You know, doctors like to do those expensive words, you know, <laughs> those big, long, complex you know, Latin words that, you know, diagnose the, well, you have lymphoma granuloma. <laughs> well, I do. Okay. Oh, my. <laughs> and so, you know, all of a sudden you begin to, you know, you, you, you know, you, you almost, you know, it's like wanting to keep you in the dark, <laughs> you know, yeah. really the word doctor is a Latin word. It means to teach. We should be teaching. And that's what we've been committed to for over 40 years now. We have been committed to teaching people, to empowering people, to equipping people with natural tools to take greater and greater control of their health. And it's when people start taking greater control of their health, and the more we say the more proactive you become in your health, the more preventative you will be in your health. And so this is essential. We are the stewards of our bodies. We are the caretakers. We live here 24-7. I always said at the end of a visit, you're the doctor over your body, and I want you to take good care of it until the next time I see you. And I gave them all sorts of, you know, handouts, and they would tell you, they'd come, have to come to classes to be a patient of mine. You know, okay, you had to come to classes. And so, you know, I believe that and a lot of doctors say, you do that, you won't have very many patients. We had we had the biggest practice I know in the state. Wow. And so we were huge uh, practice and multi we had to bring in. Eventually we had by my second year, I'd hire two more doctors in a very depressed area, you know, just outside of Youngstown, Ohio, on a country road, dead end road. <laughs> and uh, country. And so we were, uh, and people came from all over because we were getting people that were rejects, rejects from the Cleveland Clinic. Give up From Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, from uh, Mayo Clinic even. And, you know, we were getting all these people that couldn't get well anywhere else. And when you start getting some of those people well, word spreads. I bet. <laughs> and we were, so this was uh, a very, you know, exciting time because we were getting a lot of difficult cases that everyone else gave up on. And why were we helping them? Because we were getting to causes. That's what we're all about here is getting to the cause. Yes, you can take the gallbladder out, but how about fixing the reason why it got backed up and got inflamed? Whenever it gets sluggish and fluids aren't moving and uh, it's kind of like stay won't move, what happens in water that doesn't move? Gets stagnated and stagnant and, water does yeah. what it grows nasty things exactly okay things that you don't want and that's what happens in your body when fluids aren't moving properly when things get backed up as we're talking about here and you know constipated people get toxic very easily Okay, so we want to be able to have movement in our fluids. You know, when you don't get circulation, areas of the body where you have poor circulation, very little circulation, like in your tendons and your ligaments. So you can strain a muscle and it heals pretty fast. But you can strain a ligament or a tendon that gets very little blood supply, very little circulation to it. 
And it takes much, much, much longer for those things to heal. When you also oh, I got tennis elbow, okay, that's it. You know, involved in ten- things like tendons and ligaments. You know, those things take longer to heal. You know, a strain is an injury to a muscle. A sprain is injury to a tendon or ligament. And a sprain takes much longer to heal than a strain of a muscle. Makes so, sense. Oh, uh, now so when we don't, when we all of a sudden are interfering with our circulation, okay, we are interfering with our body's ability to heal itself, and so that's where all of a sudden you get that gallbladder attack. Right. All of a sudden you get uh, that pancreatitis, and nobody likes pancreatitis. That's very painful. That's worse than gallbladder. Is it really? Yes. And then hepatitis. Nobody likes that at all as well. Of course. So, you know, all that so all that gets backed up because these ducts are blocked up instead of two one to two liters of fluids flowing into your body of life giving fluids to digest and keep your body healthy and clean. Now all and feed it properly, you know, break down the foods to get the nutrients you need. When all that gets backed up, you are not only affecting those three organs and glands, you're affecting your whole body. So, ready to fix it. You talk about it, it's a, uh, a, a sphincter is a, a round ring of muscle, right? Yes. In this case, it is a solely round ring of muscle that is right at the entrance of the duodenum. At the beginning of your small intestines, all that spaghetti kind of stuff throughout your, it's very long. I can't, I'm trying to recall the how many feet, but it's like many times the length of our body <laughs> of digest of of small intestine. If you took it all out and stretched it out, it's it's very long, very involved. It's where all your it's your kitchen of your body. It's where you digest. It's where you uh, break down. It's where you assimilate your nutrients. It's where you get what you know everything you need prepared for you. And then it goes to the colon, which is not so long, but that's your kind of like your septic tank. And so that's where, you know, it's not that long and it's kind of your waste, uh, you know, sewage uh, section of your body. Collection. Point. Collection. And elimination point. Yeah. <laughs> and then you make that rectum happy. Yeah. Okay, keep your keep rectum the, happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember that. That's the moral of the story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but going back now, anatomically, that's where is this thing in your body? And so right out, you know, your body, you chew your food, you swallow it, it goes down what we call your eustachian tube, down into your stomach. Okay. And in your stomach then is, you know, uh, does certain level of digestion. Then it dumps into the first part of your small intestine, which is your duodenum. And your duodenum is just about, oh, I'm going to say about, it's a bigger part. It's bigger in diameter in your small intestine, and it's a little grisslier than the rest of your small intestine, which is the spaghetti-looking kind of part of you if you look into your anatomy uh, books. And... You know, it is a part, and so it's the beginning, and right there in the beginning of that, from your stomach going into your small intestine, is where your sphincter of OD is to dump all these special fluids. How many? 
How long? How much? There's from three different organs. Yes, and how much fluid is one that? to two uh, liters yes, a day? Exactly. So that's a lot of vital fluids yes, going to is. help us. You know, not only again in our digestion, but going through our body and keeping, like we talked about, keeping it in balance, keeping the chemical reactions going, keeping the cleaning process going, keeping the, you know, the utilization of chemical, uh, you know, the of all of our chemicals that are so important for all of our body's vital functions. So that's how important, that's how far reaching, I want to try to emphasize this, how far reaching all this is, how these vital fluids, and all through this one little sphincter of Odie. That's the way it gets. It's not like it dispersed through the whole body. No, it's got to get through that sphincter that into place. your sm- beginning of your small intestine. And uh, so if you, here's how you find it. You know, sitting down or, you know, even laying down, either way, you can work this in any position. Some people are more comfortable laying down. And you put your finger of one hand, okay, in, you know, I'm going to say your left hand, in your belly button. That's your, your key point, okay, your compass here. And one finger of your left hand into your belly button. Take three fingers of your right hand. They're called three finger widths. The width. And so that's like, what is it? Gub Scouts or Girl Scouts has the three finger salute? I'm not sure, but I know oh, what you're talking okay. about. You're doing it right now. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the Girl Scouts are t- three fingers. Is it okay? Okay. Help me out. Uh, I was a Cub Scout and I was a Weeblow. Then our. We uh, were too bad that they uh, we couldn't keep a scoutmaster to go into the rest of our scouting kept experience. Qu- kept quitting on you. Yeah, yeah, we couldn't keep one for more than a, a year, and uh, <laughs> they, you imagine. know some of them lasted a month. And uh, I'm sorry, we asked for forgiveness. Uh, and so three finger widths—that's your index finger, your middle finger, and your ring, f- your ring finger. And you place on top of the finger in your belly button. Three finger widths up from your finger in your belly button. Okay. And now, you know, with the midline of your body that goes up into, you know, the right in the middle line of your body, the midline. So you pull your finger out of your belly button now. Here, oh, hear that? <laughs> you take two finger widths, two, okay, of your other hand from the midline going to the right, okay, of your body, of your, of your abdomen. And right where that they, they connect, you can use your thumb and actually press, and that's your point. Then replace it with your fingers because it's easier to press down with your fingers here. And right in that area... You are pressing down, and you can have to maybe move it around a little, press down about, oh, I'm going in about two or three inches into my abdomen, okay, pressing in. And I find sometimes you can even feel the gristly of the tube of your small intestine that when you uh, do a tiny, you know, what is that, about an inch or two in diameter, yeah. Two inches in diameter is about what your duodenum is, and it's kind of gris, a little gristly. You can, if you poke around there a little bit, you both begin to get in touch with your duodenum, and but you press in there, and you'll find usually your sphincter vodi is always just a little bit tender. So you poke around in there till you find a little tender spot. Okay, did I you found find that? Yes, yeah. and there's your that's your sphincter vodi. Now. 
it's always going to be just a little tender, so it makes it easy to find whether it's working or not. But you press down on it and you hold. And it's nice to do this in a quiet room. And all of a sudden you press down. So I press down with one or two fingers. Then I put my other hand on top and press down on top of those fingers. So I can sink down in there about two or three inches until I find that tender spot. And again, you might have to just move it around, you know, just a fraction of an inch either way, up or down or towards the midline or away from your midline. And you find that tender spot. There's your, you're right on your sphincter of Odi now, okay, and you hold that pressure, and all of a sudden, when that you know when that sphincter of Odi releases, you'll hear a gurgling sound, kind of like a <coughs> sound. I'm trying to imitate those things, and you know that wasn't my sphincter of Odi, but um, you you'll hear that, and then you kind of have to be in somewhat in a quiet spot laying on your bed or couch without the TV on and you hold that down and you and you and do that and you keep holding it and all of a sudden you might hear another one it could be maybe upwards of a minute or so and you hear those gurgle sounds and then now you can start and once those stop happening then you can start maybe pushing that sphincter of Odi usually towards the way from your midline Okay, and push it where you're pushing that tender spot away from your midline towards the right side of your body, and you hold that, pressing it towards the outside of your body, to the right side of your body. And now all of a sudden you might hear that's you know some more gurgling sounds. And you have to hold it upwards of a minute again to maybe before you have to relax and just do some slow breathing and relax. And all of a sudden you might hear the, another gurgling sound. And you keep that on holding that until the gurgling sounds stop. And that's a sign that you've relaxed and released. You had a sphincter release. And once you've had a sphincter release, Randy... You are going to enjoy it because it feels good, okay? It feels good to have a sphincter release. And so you hold that while you're giggling over there, Randy. And, uh, and you hold that out there, and that's now opening it up where those vital fluids are beginning to move through. And then you have a couple variations that you can do. And a couple of those variations will be pressing, to, again, towards the outside and maybe slightly downward. Okay, at a 45-degree angle. Or, or you might find, and that's the most common one that we find that releases it sometimes even further. Or some people might need to go outward and upward a little bit and try these different angles and find out which ones release best, your sphincter of Odi. Okay, and that, that is how we begin your journey into keeping your sphincter of Odi so uh, functioning so well. And so in keeping those enzymes and liberating your body with good, healthy, healing enzymes to, again, what? Not only help your digestion, but those going in all the bile and all these things are so vital to your digestion and for keeping your whole body functioning properly again. We need those enzymes not only in our digestive tract, but in every portion of our body. Enjoy. So with this, we'll go back here in the last segment, and I want to share more about ways uh, you know, to improve your digestion and your sphincter of OD function. 
Dr. Frank King's The Healing Revolution today. The topic is ridding yourself of digestive stress. And we'll take a break and be right back and wrap it up with Dr. King on The Healing Revolution. Dr. King's Natural Pet Pharmaceuticals Homeopathic Medicines offer simple, safe, and smart relief for various dog and cat ailments. Giving pets medicine is often challenging, but tricks and treats and traps are no longer necessary. Dr. King's Natural Pet solves the problem with taste-free, pure, water-based medicines. Simply pour a half-measuring teaspoon into your pet's water bowl once a day. Your pet will drink the appropriate amount of medicine for its size. Simple. As a plus, homeopathic medicines have no known negative side effects and no contraindications. They're safe. Visit DrKings.com for Dr. King's full line of healing pet products. Simple, safe, and smart. This is The Healing Revolution with Dr. Frank King. Dr. King is helping us with digestive stress relief today through uh, the release of the sphincter of Odie. Now, you showed us how to do that, Doc. Uh, and I would imagine that like, just a one-time, that's not just a one-time thing. That's something you should probably repeat, right? That is true. Uh, we, you know, It's something living in the 21st century. It's There's a lot of metabolic or internal stress on our sphincters of Odi. And so we want to, when I say sphincters plural, we all, each one of us have one, but we have, there's billions of people in the world. And what we want to do is address, you know, that because of just the 21st century alone, the stress, the work, the jobs, the, the you know, the challenges, the social media, the uh, all the things that we deal with in today's world, both in all the stresses chemically, all the stresses from uh, food, uh, our, our, our food system that has been adulterated so much, uh, creates so much physical stress, mechanical stress, uh, chemical stress, you know, on top of the mental and emotional stress that we have. You know, it's something that our bodies need regularly. And what also leads in this 21st century is that, and by the way, you know, to you know, I know it's so difficult. You know, if you're sounding feeling confused, like I'm not getting this, it's not going. I don't know how to do this. We have a video. You know, we have more information on our website. We share this all freely to people because it is so important. And so you can go to our health resources uh, button, and uh, and you can find and look and go to videos. And you'll see there is a video on the sphincter of Odie. And that website is drkings.com, D-R-K-I-N-G-S.com. Correct. And you can go there and begin to explore. There's so much information. If something else you want to do is take the candida appraisal. 
Candida, what is that? That's a, a, a pandemic in today's world. It's an overgrowth of kind of a yeast-like candida mold, all of the same family that is manifesting in our bodies today. And in the, it, people in probably the 90 percentile of humans and pets even today have candida overgrowth. And this candida overgrowth is happening because we're living, you're eating too many carbs that were never intended to. Back in our paleo days, it was, you know, meat and vegetables, okay? And when we started the agricultural revolution, we started growing much more carbs, much more grains, much more, you know, lots of things about grains out there today that we got to be aware of, eating too much of this because we're mass producing it. And so too much bread, too much uh, of the carbs in general. And that, and then we add sugar into it, which is really a big problem, huge problem. It was never meant to have that much concentrated, you know, sugar in our diets. Uh, and then we put antibiotics in there that destroy all of our good bacteria in our guts and through our bodies all of a sudden. And then we do a lot of other drugs that destroy the good things, the good bacterias that we need in our gut. Then we have uh, general toxicity from water, toxicity with chlorine and fluorines and things of this nature that is destroying the good bacteria. It just keeps adding up over and over and over again and just living in the 21st century that we're st we find ourselves where we have a massive pandemic, if you will. That's worse than an epidemic. It's a pandemic uh, that is affecting and causing a candida overgrowth, kind of like the Pillsbury Doughboys or girls that we might be, if you remember the commercial. Yes. And, uh, you know, that's a yeast thing, by the way, you know, the, you know, the biscuits that they make. And so, you know, so we have you know, pastries, all these things. That's double jeopardy with the carbs. And the, the sugar. And the sugar you know, together. And we, you know, and we get into major problems here. And so this grow overgrowth of candida is like a bully in our digestive tract. And so we have a formula called, the, you know, uh, Dr. King's high potency nine candida formula, high HP9 for high potency. And it deals with all the different types of candida that can grow in our, in our bodies, in our digestive systems, and throughout our bodies. There's many different types of candida. And that can, you know, leads, and I find it's a common denominator behind just about every chronic problem on the planet. So there's one thing we want to fix. It's candida overgrowth. And that all adds to the digestive problem. We don't have the enzymes and the bile and, the, and all these things. You know, it created candida, a bully. And, it, and you can take probiotics. And we all find, oh, we feel better when we take. And we can get, like, we need enzymes and probiotics. That's a sign that your sphincterovody has not been working for quite a long time. And the best enzymes you can get, the ones your body's making for you, by releasing your sphincter of OD, and they're free. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and the same with probiotics. If you keep needing probiotics, that's a sign the sphincter has not been working right for you. And you probably need to take this candida formula. And there's a little appraisal, candida appraisal you can take. It's a short little questionnaire, and you can monitor. And there's a lot of information about candida and that formula we have. It's a very comprehensive formula. We've been treating this candida for over 40 years. It's a real deal problem. And so we want to empower you.
with not only these techniques, but also products to equip you to be able to take care of these kind of problems. So check out that Candida formula. It's worth taking one bottle to monitor. And then you can even retake the test after, you know, taking that one bottle and see how much you've improved. And you'll know some people, one bottle can do it. Other people need to take it for maybe months or even years, depending on how long you've had this candida and how entrenched it is into your digestive system. So do take these things as wise advice. It's good for everybody. Uh, it's not candida is not just a female problem. It affects males just as much. And it's not just candida albicans, that white cottage cheesy stuff you heard about. That's just one kind of candida. But the, all the others aren't white. You don't see it. Doesn't you don't see the cottage cheese? You don't see the thrush on the tongue, like on a baby, or cradle cap, or vaginal candidiasis in in women. But you can get it all throughout your body, and it's not white. You don't know it's there except you feel brain fatigue, you feel body fatigue, you feel immune, your immune system gets weakened, you feel immune compromised, you start getting more allergies, you start getting, you just feel, don't feel like you're fully alive anymore. That's all signs of candida. So we want to encourage everybody to take care of your digestive tract, give you these free tools and give you, you know, key products that we've found over the test of time to be most effective. And so with that, check out our Candida formula on online. And we want to encourage you to begin to get proactive with your health. The more proactive you become, what? The more preventative you will be. And that's how you get to root common denominator causes that lead to so many of the problems that are plaguing our society today. Well, that's why we have a healing revolution. Thank you, Dr. King. It's always a pleasure to spend time with you. Today's uh, topic, Ridding Yourself of Digestive Stress, the uh, podcast available at all, wherever you get your podcasts and and, of course, check out Dr. King's website, drkings.com, D-R-K-I-N-G-S.com. Join us next week for The Healing Revolution. As an author, lecturer, and whole health practitioner, Dr. King has a passion for natural health and empowering people to reach optimal health and wellness. Dr. King's 40-year career as a natural healer is all about equipping you and your healing revolution. Go to drkings.com to take free personalized health appraisals, including his whole person appraisal and candida test. You know your body best, so take back your health and awaken your healing power within. Learn more about the healing revolution by visiting drkings.com, where you can sign up for Dr. King's free newsletter or email a question about your health to Dr. King at thr at kingbio.com. And join the healing revolution. Say you want a revolution.